Battleship. And welcome to Don't Jump the Shark Podcast. I'm Ross, and here's the B1 to my C3, Grant. Ah, in this film, Rihanna's main purpose seems to be opening doors for people. Kind of makes a change from walking into them for... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> like, thank Lacey Adams for giving me that joke. <laughs> and here's the Liam Neeson character to our shitty soldiers, sailors even, uh, our ma- the master to our commander, our semi-permanent... Much like my erection when it's around, <laughs> new host, Bob. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for unchaining me from the radio once again. Well, yeah. Last Snake Moan was a documentary about Ross. <laughs> and my semi permanent erection. Mm-hmm. Here's what we do every time take a film that's good up to a point and then goes too far. We'll talk you through the film and point out that jump the shark moment where we feel it goes off the deep end. Could be five minutes in, could be five minutes from the end. As always, we locked ourselves inside a sound wave, which you can see <laughs> and hear in space. <laughs> <laughs> and we studied the film separately, so we have no way of knowing each other's chosen shark jumping moment. So if you hadn't guessed, this episode's film is Battleship. Black pow, shit, chip, chit, chip. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those two. <laughs> Either way, it's very descriptive. Um, so, in this film, there are some ridiculously inappropriate sentences. No. Um, they're either overly aggressive, out of place, too placid, you name it. They run the whole gambit. Um, and I'm sure both of you at some point in your life have used a very, very inappropriate phrase <laughs> when you really shouldn't have. So I want to know, what what was it that you guys did? I think my was, worst one was, yes, I agree to do Battleship for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been embarrassing for you. <laughs> Can I do one that someone said to me when we were at work? Yeah. I work in a centre for people with, with disabilities, so sometimes if you make inappropriate comments, they kind of sail over the heads of them a little bit. <laughs> and uh, we were filming a James Bond film, and uh, I was dem- I was behind the camera, I was demonstrating that I was going to swing my fist in front of the screen, and they would pretend to be hit by them. And the guy said to me, so you're going to fist me then, is what you're saying? <laughs> At which point, us three staff members were killing ourselves laughing, and one student kind of got it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bob, any embarrassing phrases? I've never said anything embarrassing in my life. I somehow don't. Apart from whatever I've said on this podcast. <laughs> well, it's out there on the internet now. I can think of a good one that, that wasn't said by me, but was said to me by my dad shortly after he had a stroke. Because, as you know, sometimes words get a bit mixed up, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think sometimes thoughts maybe got a bit mixed up in my dad's head. 
and he was talking about the singer Lana Del Rey. And he was like, yeah, no, I really like her music. She's got those... But she's got those really big... Um, and he meant to say Botox lips. Instead, he said blowjob lips. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for him, he realised what he said and found the funny side of it. <laughs> because he meant to say <laughs> I was in a hospital ward with four other people and my girlfriend. <laughs> and they all agreed. Yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> So Grant, in this film we have the the mumble talker, although not as bad as who was the other guy that we had that was the mumble talker really bad? David Duchovny. <laughs> no, I don't think we had him in a film. Remember who was the really bad guy who would just mumble through everything? Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Quite possibly. Anyway, <laughs> was Keanu Reeves? Have we had him yet? No. Oh, he yeah, Matrix Reloaded. That was maybe it. Yeah, <laughs> that, was maybe it. that must be it. Mumble talker, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we we have Liam Neeson in this film who does another good job of mumbling his way through the lines in this film. So I'd like to hear the plot summary in Mumble Neeson. A fleet of ships is forced to battle with an armada of unknown origins in order to discover and thwart our destructive goals. <laughs> like the little drop of Irish you put in there. Yeah, it was mm. nice. Not often you hear Irish through. Yeah. An Irish mumble. An Irish mumble. <laughs> an Irish mumblecore band. That would be an interesting... <laughs> mumblecore. <laughs> That's got to be a type of music surely out there someplace. It's what they call the indie films. Mumblecore. Mumblecore. Really? The yeah. kind of film that might star Michael Cera. That's what they would call it. Yeah, I can see why they would call that. <laughs> Something like that one with Jonah Hill, mm. where he plays the weird stepson. Cyrus? Yeah, yeah. that's a mumblecore film. What about the, uh, what was the one with Michael Cera where he played the the split personality guy? Rev- Youth and Revolt. Youth Rumble. I actually uh, really enjoyed that. <laughs> it yeah, it was a good film, but it was a mumble. But if we're defining that as mumblecore, that was definitely it. We're defining it as mumblecore. <laughs> to be sure. To be sure, to be sure. Well, if Liam Neeson yeah. mumbled at you, you would just let him. <laughs> you would do. Casey took you. Yeah, <laughs> threw you down in a chair and electrocuted your nads off. I made you stay in a haunted house for a night. Oh, scary. <laughs> Watch out, this house is going to growl at you. Or, or abducted you as a small child <laughs> from your desert home. So this just Liam Neeson's personal life. <laughs> Give us some longitude and latitude, Grant. Who was in this film? Director Peter Berg. Peter Burgerhead! It's <laughs> <laughs> most famous for Friday Night Lights. Which oh, yeah. I think is an excellent film. I really love it. The film? Yeah. Yes. Don't get seen it. I agree about the film, disagree about the television series. Is it because it's got Taylor Kitch in it? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely so, part can, of it. I can, I can agree with you. I can get behind you on that. If a story can be told in this in a film where you don't feel like they're missing out parts, I struggle to see how they can stretch it out for a, <laughs> a more than one season in a series. He did Hancock. Hancock. <laughs> and uh, he did Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle, we got battleships. <laughs> Was that Welcome to the Jungle? Was that the one with... The Rock and the Charlie rock? Scott? It's called yeah. The Rundown yes. in America, I think. Was that? Yeah, the two rock. different names. <sighs> this film's got two writers, two brothers. Oh, yes. Uh, John Huber and Eric Huber. We <laughs> <laughs> only have one thing that you must do: cast a scarf guard. 
<laughs> They've only written two other screenplays. One for Red. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one for Kate Beckinsale, shockingly bad film, White Out. Oh, that was Ooh, terrible. Why? Hey. That was, that was barely on the episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> it was no The Grey, starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> we'll get on to that later on. <laughs> so stars, uh, Taylor Kitsch is not first building IMDb, he's way down there again. He's He was in uh, a previous film that we did, Ross, can you remember? I can't. X-Men Origins Wolverine, where he played uh, Gambit. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> he's a dick. Because he's a John Carter as well. What dick. a dick. <laughs> and he's also in future Don't Jump the Shark movie, Snakes on a Plane. Is oh. he? That's some career he's had. Yeah. I'd be firing my agent. <laughs> Out of a plane, full of snakes. Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. brother of... A Scar's card <laughs> who's also been in our show, Ross. <laughs> is he? Stellan? Is in... I thought Stellan. No. Stellan, not his dad. Is that not his dad? Yeah. Who's the younger other Scar's card? We had Peter. We had Peter. Peter, yeah. Peter, 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 Peter Green Lantern. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but Alexander, he's probably best known for True Blood. Mm-hmm. He's also in Melancholia with Lars von Trier um... directing. And uh, he was in the Strong Dog remake for his sins. <laughs> well, it was. I got it from the IMDb. I'll take your word for it, though. I'll, I'll I'm not trusting the... this IMDb. We got our Leon Russell. He was in Star Wars Episode 1. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was in Taken. Yes. <laughs> Is that a story was... of what happened to Anakin? <laughs> this again. He was in The Haunting. I can remember The Haunting. That, nice. was, quite, that was like came out when I was like a teen. Rar, Rar said the house. <laughs> Rar. Oh, don't hurt me, said the guests. Rar, Rar said the house. I want the house to roar. <laughs> it has a growl. Oh, yeah, d- yeah, it was Jan de Bont. It was Jan de Bont. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Jan de Bont's all over that. Rihanna's in this. She's only ever been in three films, of which Battleship is one of them. Oh, shipper, shipper, shipper. <laughs> 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 She's also in one called This Is The End, which I'm hoping is a porno. <laughs> What's that song? The one This Is The End. Beautiful friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the door song, yeah. Yeah, it's in Apocalypse Now. Wish it was a bit hard taking a hair on over this. Is it a bad That leads us nicely onto our next film, actually. Happy Smeck Day. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> if it was Happy Smack Day, you could see <laughs> from Chris Brown, we could have let up from there. Yeah. That's it, I'm not giving you any more people. <laughs> no, there's, no more, there's no more people that are worth mentioning. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> what about that other guy, the ginger guy? Do you want to introduce him? No, I don't. I hated him. Was what was the. Jesse Plemon? No, what was, his, what was the film he was in? Something, something, Zachary Beaver. <laughs> Introducing Zachary Beaver, whatever it was called. It's a solid CV. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we dive in? Yeah, dive in. Oh. Shall we climb aboard? <laughs> well, there must be you something not already hard on expert. You now you're our ship expert. <laughs> I'll I'll to it now, <laughs> can we just say that this film was suggested to us as well? Yes, you can. By my oldest friend, Alan Trainer. So thanks for that. 
Thanks for putting us through this. <laughs> Hellish misery. <laughs> Battleship. Semicolon. Hellish misery. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Battleship. Colon. Thanks for putting us through this. <laughs> Hasbro logo? Is that where we're starting? If you want. Very prominent. Very prominent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hasbro. Haven't you learned from Transformers? Hasbro presents Battleship. <laughs> When are they going to do Power Rangers again? That's what we're It's doing. true, it's true. Are they not doing Teenage Turtles again? Because they own they own the rights for that, wasn't it? Was it not Hasbro that used to come up? Was that Hasbro? Used to come up at the end of Power Rangers? Can't remember. They can use them every bit. Even if it isn't Hasbro. He's about drinking when I was watching Power Rangers. Don't count on it. <laughs> yeah, we're not any older, are we? <laughs> well, we're I just, am. We just, we just come from Scotland. <laughs> we're only 14. <laughs> sitting in my pants drinking whiskey watching Power Rangers, thinking about ending my life. I'd imagine... With a battered fish in your lap. <laughs> those were the happy days. It wasn't a battered fish. <laughs> the battered Brianna. <laughs> Give it me. You really don't like it. <laughs> actually, I, I take it all back. I, I don't mind Rihanna. I fucking hate Chris Brown, though. Oh, what passion. If I could re- recommend to everyone that they follow Darth Lemmy on Twitter and see yeah. his battles with Chris Brown. Yes, <laughs> yes. It is, it is. It's worth getting Twitter for. <laughs> Do you think the credits were a bit sci-fi cliché? Do you think they've got a list of clichés and they just tick them off as we go through the film? It was like the, the ones for Jingle All The Way. Mm-hmm. It was like, yep, in ten years' time we will be able to tell exactly what period that mm-hmm. film was made in. <laughs> But the credits, in terms of when it came up at the bottom of the screen telling you where we were, they were very Transformers. Mm-hmm. We had a daily language and then it changed into English. Yeah. Well, it was like, it was like code. Yeah. Yeah, like Cypher, right? Cybertronian. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reference to Transformers throughout this film. But I'm sure it's unintentional. <laughs> In no way ripped off. Reaching for <laughs> that kind of audience, that billion dollar audience. So, so we have the Beacon Project, because you have the little scroll that basically says that there's aliens and a few years ago we got in contact with them through something called the, the Beacon, Beacon Project. Project. <laughs> At which point it cuts to another credit that says the Beacon Project. <laughs> it's like, yeah, got that. you just told us <laughs> I could have put two and two together in this particular instance. <laughs> That this observatory <laughs> might be the Beacon Project. I have no idea where we are. <laughs> and it's only just two minutes in. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no hints to this. <laughs> Am I supposed to know what this is? I'm lost. <laughs> anyway, it's the establishing of a film. You can just show us a place. Mm-hmm. We'll get it when we see scientists running about. Thanks. Do we want to talk about the timing of this film? As well, because this was the time when they'd actually discovered a couple of planets, and they've since you know discovered other ones that are that are like a habitable distance from the sun, and so like yeah. although you know I'm sure a good few years ago they probably had the idea for battleships, this was actually on our right time. You know when things come up like this, like uh, Deep Impact, that was when there was the big scare about oh crap we've kind of worked out that this was a big meteor that mm-hmm. hit the earth that wiped out dinosaurs could happen to us anytime. And, but it, it definitely dates it now you know when you watch <laughs> Deep, Deep Impact or Armageddon you're like yep I remember when those two films came out at almost exactly the same time like, and we're about almost exactly the same thing like Volcano yeah aye, or Twister Danny's yeah. Peak yeah. 
Yeah. So, Can I just point out, though, mm. let's see if they talk about this other planet being the same distance away as Earth is from the sun. Mm-hmm. That's one in the eye for Richard Dawkins, then. Because surely they would be used to the sun in the same way that we are. Mm. And not having to wear visors. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they came from the dark half of the planet, yeah, which doesn't evolve. Well done, Bob. Thanks very much. How, how nerdy are you guys? Can you tell me what the classification for a habitable planet is in Star Trek? Don't be bloody stupid. <laughs> I can, and I hardly watch Star Trek. <laughs> this was a question on a quiz once, and I got it right. Was, was it, it the next generation? It's an N class planet. N class planet. Not a G-class planet. Nope. Not like a planet G. <laughs> planet G. Sounds like a discount furniture store, right? Planet G. <laughs> Come down to Planet G. We've got a sale on all weekend. <laughs> planet G-spot. <laughs> all we sell are strings. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where you go to get your G-strings upholstered again. <laughs> as I hinted it in the intro as well, I can see a sound wave <laughs> shooting through the sky. <laughs> Somewhere over the sound wave. <laughs> Wait, we can see sound waves. <laughs> I would rather if we could see sound wave, the transformer. <laughs> if they just sent a sound wave, literally just a sound All wave. hail Megatron! <laughs> it's Megatron. You could have just had like sound wave up there in space and eject the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Fire him off into space. You can't see sound waves. This really annoys me. Yes, we- <laughs> I can infer that sound waves are being transmitted without you physically showing me light. <laughs> well, you and you know, can hear them in space as well. In submarine films, you never see them go looking at the radar and go, and then it zooms out and you can see outside the ship literal <laughs> waves coming out from it. <laughs> And cut to a bar with Stone Temple Pilots playing. So apparently it's night ninety four again. Ran off depends on the weather. There's a hell of a lot of rock in the soundtrack. <laughs> in fact, there's a lot of soundtrack. There, there is a lot of soundtrack. There's a lot of ACDC. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, it's not something I complained about. Bisexuality. I, d- I didn't realise it was Stone Temple Pilots, but the rest of the soundtrack was alright. I didn't mind the rest of the soundtrack. It's one of the That's best parts of the film. ACDC. Well, it was a distraction from the film. Yeah. ACDC, who was it? Who's. Somebody oh. seen Iron Man. Creedence Clearwater Revival at the end as well. Not often you get their hits played, so that was good. Did you recognise the bartender? It's uh, oh. Edgar from 24. I thought you would recognise him. Ah. Yeah. It's Edgar with his little lisp. I'm glad Ed- was, Edgar was... lived <laughs> <laughs> to become a barman. Maybe he's undercover. <laughs> yeah, because we're introduced to Skarsgård and Kitch here as the two brothers. They're not brothers. <laughs> Skarsgård is, is on a different level of handsome to Taylor Kitch. <laughs> he is a fully-fledged member of Team Handsome. <laughs> Him and Liam Neeson. At least Liam Neeson, who's now in his late 50s, isn't he? He's nearly oh, 60. No, He's a good age. Yeah. He's still handsome. <clears throat> but still, yeah, any day. <laughs> Liam swung round. Although, I don't know about the rumours about his appendage. Maybe maybe not. Would he uh, <laughs> Would he forge your boat? <laughs> I think he'd possibly sink my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> he'd 
certainly <laughs> torpedo it. <laughs> um, Would he haunt your Lily Taylors? No, 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 that doesn't work. <laughs> Lily White Ass? <laughs> Definitely do that. <laughs> what do you think of Hollywood's version of drunk? <laughs> oh, it's always the same, terrible. Oh, I'm very, very drunk. But now I'm fine because the plot demands that I'm fine for this scene. <laughs> And I don't like the way that they write off like a job on a construction site is somehow completely useless. The guy's yeah. like, no, I don't think I'll be doing that. And they're like, what else are you going to do? Oh, I'll go and break into some shops. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than working in the construction yeah. industry. I wouldn't want to, Fucking like, losers. I wouldn't want to like complete anything or have anything physical to show for my you know, hours at work or anything. Working like a construction site with these hands. <laughs> <laughs> these are sailors' hands. <laughs> Can I just say as well, we were talking about Edgar from 24 mm-hmm. the Barman. Someone as fat and ugly as him is not turning up blonde girl down <laughs> just for a what video. the fuck is with that anyway? No, and the kitchen's closed. He shuts the microwave door. It's a fucking microwave. <laughs> How hard is it to push a button on a microwave and burrito? <laughs> Bing. That's it. It's done. Bing. It's ready. So there you go, really hot lady. <laughs> God. <laughs> Did you notice as well? She's wearing one of those like one strap bags as she comes in, and like for the same reason, I didn't like wearing one when I had a t-shirt in the summer, which is that it makes my man cans look big. <laughs> Her chest looks ridiculous with that bag separating them. I'd like to microwave her a chicken burrito. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't close the door on her microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I would break into a shop to steal a chicken burrito and then get tasered while I'm giving it to her. <laughs> I'd like to eat her pipe and hot filling. <laughs> okay. Remember how you were saying you loved the soundtrack, Mr. Fuckwad over there? Yes. Come with the paint. <laughs> this has gone off over aggressive. Over there, used to the Pink Panther theme here, eh? You uh, justifying that, Ross? You justifying that? You having that? Yes, yes, I'm right. <laughs> He's a cat burglar. Let's put the Pink Panther's theme on it. It'll be very funny. Again? Because he goes over the road to steal a chicken burrito from the local yeah. like Chinese minimar. <laughs> which, which apparently does chicken burritos. <laughs> which version did you guys watch? Did you watch the version where she said in broken English... No, it's closed, you can't come in. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Right, there's another edit where she says in the most perfect, crisp American, no, you shouldn't be eating burritos at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it's quite obviously not her voice. And you're like, at what point did you think, well, we need to re-record that? Nobody will understand it. <laughs> Nobody in America will understand this language. <laughs> it needs to be more racist. Me, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's what I was going to talk about. This was... Oh, wait. Blue nose. Um, this was based off the back of that video. Did any of you guys see it? Like, where the guy did try to break into the convenience store. It wasn't for that reason. He was just trying to break into the steel store. But he right. tries to break in through the roof. Yeah, and then he can't get out because mm-hmm. he keeps falling through the collapsible ceiling. But just like Taylor Swift and did in that episode of South Park. Just goes out of fashion so quickly. So... Admittedly, at the time, you were watching it going, ah, it's like that video I watched on the internet, which was quite funny. Now you're just watching it going, 
this isn't funny. Like, yeah. why is this? Why is this even in here? Why is it? Hard, I don't man? understand because it just died out as quickly as why it came. Why wouldn't Edgar just put a fucking burrito <laughs> in the microwave <laughs> and push a button? I want to know why. <laughs> Yeah. The police are all over this, though, eh? There's, like, ten squad cars there in two minutes. <laughs> Probably heard it was a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when... Uh, they had the burritos were ready, though. Yeah. So <laughs> they just had to go ding. <laughs> damn donuts of that shot. <laughs> so they just got... They just heard the Officer Tippett got shot again. That's <laughs> okay. JFK. Where all 20 police cars show up just after he shoots uh, Officer Tippett. Okay. I remember that. Obscure. <laughs> Maybe they were looking for Richard Kimball. <laughs> Crimes against acting. First five minutes. I know one of the first things I always want a woman to do for me is commit major crime. <laughs> <laughs> I find it charming. <laughs> do you notice he doesn't get arrested? Yeah, he just gets tasered. Yeah. yeah. Presumably... And then the next morning he wakes up at home. Well, presumably. In the bath. With a criminal record he couldn't then join the navy you would guess mm, I don't think it's as strict as that in America is it not? help us out Americans but I, I, don't, I genuinely I don't I don't think so it's actively I think, encouraged <laughs> I think if it's minor offences I mean I, th- I think if you grand theft larceny or something against you like but I, I genuinely I don't think Wait, he's only minor got, infractions he's only got three stars on grand theft at this point <laughs> <laughs> It's alright. No, two two steps. He'd get past. He'd yeah. get past the police's two steps. He, he just went and re-sprayed his car. Yeah. And he went <laughs> <laughs> through the paint and spray. Do you know Jeremy Renner was in the running for the lead in this film? Well done, Jeremy Renner, for not getting this role. <laughs> Do you know what he turned it down to be in? What? A uh, Paul Thomas Anderson film. <laughs> really? Definitely right your choice. Well done. <laughs> well, Taylor Kitsch had quite the year, didn't he, between this and John Carter? John Carter. <laughs> John Is Carpenter's Ghost of Mars, or whatever it's called. John Carter of Mars. <laughs> He's just a massive money losing machine, isn't he? He is. Well Where's another Taylor? Taylor Lautner, now a money making machine. A baby making machine. Is he? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> just assuming he's got lots of illegitimate children. I just assume. Abs from here to next year. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting abducted by him. <laughs> oh. He wakes up in the bathtub. It's the bath ice ice baby. <laughs> and gets out for his can of coke. Yeah. Zero. There's going to be some shrinkage there, isn't there? There's <laughs> some serious shrinkage on this leg. His brother doesn't seem to mind. <laughs> his brother's gone full Eric Northman from True Blood on him. He's got a major go. Oh, he's he always really does this mad. thing when he's angry. It just seems to be the way he is when he kind of leans over a bit. <laughs> It's like he's got. I am telling you off now. He's Richard You will not do this again, young man. He's really angry. So angry, he makes him join the navy. (laughs) You're in the navy now, boy. You're mad, bitch. (laughs) And despite the fact that you're really, really shitty at everything you do, you'll be a lieutenant within a year. (laughs) The navy needs you, son. (laughs) The navy needs people like you, Taylor Kitsch. See, the police that turned up to that um, break-in, mm-hmm. and if we assume that that's still in Hawaii, does that make them Hawaii 5 0 <laughs> <laughs> If it doesn't, we meet them later. <laughs> we do indeed. <laughs> Who laughed a lot at the name of the football festival they're playing in? <laughs> football or soccer? What was it called again? Rimpak 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sailors. <laughs> 
I could have thought it sounded like a sex festival for computer game characters. <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> no, I could believe it was a naval football slash sex league. It's mm. impact plus rims. <laughs> They're playing soccer. Soccer. Mm. Soccer. With a girl on the team. Football with the boys. <laughs> right. Or manly girls. Football with the boys. Or manly girls. Football with the boys. Playing with them boys. <laughs> and the manly girls. And that's when he gets a kick to the face. Wasn't that a sweet kick to the face? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's his foot gun that the guy has got. Because as it goes into slow motion and Taylor receives a swift boot to the face, it goes... And it's this. It's like the foley from a gun mixed with <laughs> foley from a transformer landing on air. Sonic boom. Mixed with a kick to the face, which sounds like. And this is another just... bit I found really funny here is when the commentator is like, "Oh, Eric North, uh, Alexander Skarsgård's character is playing really, really well." It's, He's let two goals in, and it's 2 nil <laughs> to the other team. No, he's not. In what world does that well? <laughs> and this is just the start of the slow motion shots. Mm-hmm. They're all over this. It's also our first intro to Rihanna. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> She's not cut out for acting. Can I just say as well, that uh, defender should have got a red card. It's in the rules of the game. He was the, the last man, and he kicks... Taylor Kitch in the face mm-hmm. automatic red card three game ban he's not going to rim pack 2013 <laughs> <laughs> or he's missing the preliminary rounds at, at the very least uh, yeah I put uh, three match ban for unsportsmanly behaviour <laughs> I mean he, what is it he says to him afterwards as well no uh, Taylor Kitch his character says I'm going to kick this through your keeper's face <laughs> whoa Calm down, it's a friendly game. He's got his penis in his hand when he's in it. <laughs> What's a friendly game for a kick to the face? <laughs> just pushed him over the head into, I don't know, some maniacal killer. But I knew I knew at this point, the guy that he really hated was the guy that he's going to team up with. The worst of enemies become the best of friends. Cliché 225. Dick! <laughs> Another good... Um, moment of terrible commentary is the, the commentator saying I would have picked another shooter so <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah it's not skeet shooting it's football <laughs> that phrase has never been uttered in the history of football soccer <laughs> soccer actually they're quite right to call it soccer it's, it was originally called soccer was it? yes there you go thank you association, association football soccer, uh. for sure so there's actually nothing wrong with calling it soccer, in my opinion. That would make sense. I take it as association because you're playing teams. Yes. Rather than just as sole combatants on the field of play. <laughs> it's the most epic description football's ever had. <laughs> this isn't the first time that the Japanese have beaten the US Navy, though, is it? <laughs> Do you remember the last time that happened? And did Japan win Pearl Harbor too? <laughs> And that's the way it's played at the end. It's like, was, oh my god, they fun, they fun! Was, uh, was, was Pearl Harbor Rimpack 1941? <laughs> <laughs> Just nobody told the Americans. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's based in, and it's like, so I, you're, you're obviously trying to make these two nations who apparently hate each other come together. Oh yeah, Is Japanese Japan and America really the most current <laughs> ones that you could think of? 
North Korea, sure. Yeah, that's what I was Somebody thinking. mentions that later on. Or China. <laughs> like even China or communist. And yeah, yeah, you could see that. Gone are the days of Mother Russia. Because he does uh, put it over the bar. <laughs> and lose the game for his... Well, stop them drawing the game. What? Is what actually would have happened. Because it was 2-1. It's a total sky <laughs> yeah, It is. Absolutely sky He's just a total dick. <laughs> and I'm going to refer to him... Because his name's Hopper, and I couldn't stop calling him a dick, so I'm going to call him Dick Van Hopper. <laughs> Get to the Hopper. Get to the Hopper, Hopper. I'm going to call him Cocker. Cocker. <laughs> Hopper the Cocker. I, I'm going to call him Taylor Kitsch, because I think that name's ridiculous enough, to be honest. <laughs> Where do you find him? In shops with other useless junk that you'd buy on all day. <laughs> Third bit of the commentary that I really found funny, though is after he puts it over the bar. Can you imagine a commentator in any sport saying this? <gasps> His stubbornness cost him the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because stubbornness is a quantifiable word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, continuity announcer. <laughs> Talking of announcers, we have uh, Tour Guide Exposition up next, don't we? <laughs> This is a this is a battleship, the battleship Missouri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it may play an important part later on in the film. Remember, I've been here. <laughs> so before that, we get love. Oh, yeah. That's right, isn't it? Love. Because uh, Taylor Kitsch says he's going to dazzle Liam Neeson with his words. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrote the script first and then cast second. <laughs> but then eventually, the film remembers. Kind of science fiction, well, so it has to show you the signal in space. Mm-hmm. Well, I, d- I don't know, but you know, in the romance scene where he said she asks him what she thinks of him, mm-hmm. and he says, "Oh, you're smart, kind, beautiful, funny, without any gaps," <laughs> or the word "and." <laughs> Somebody doesn't but know I, how to write a list. <laughs> I found my jump the shark moment. <laughs> Lack of the use of the word "and." <laughs> In a list. <laughs> was he reading it from his hand? Like, from the back of her head? Just... It's weird, because the way he says it, it seems like he's saying she's beautiful funny. Because he delivers it really badly. There's a still little pause. You know? like if you're said, beautiful funny. If he'd said beautifully funny, <laughs> it would have been better. You're funny like that Barbara Streisand. Funny how? <laughs> <laughs> funny like a battleship like I'm here to fucking shoot you with a cannon explain to me how I am funny like a battleship <laughs> so cut to space lens flares because here come the aliens mm-hmm. apparently J.J. Abrams helped out with this scene <laughs> Let's put this in context as well. Again, I hate to bring us back to reality, but this is what's happening at the time. Is uh, oh, let's base this uh, program on you know some futuristic stuff. Uh, yeah, does anybody realise that we've just slashed the budget of NASA, <laughs> who can now no longer even afford to put satellites into space? So we'll see what we're reduced to. Now the Navy have to fight <laughs> the space battles for them. <laughs> Remember that, that force, makes sense. Remember that force that we've not Why used since the, the Falkland Wars? <laughs> the Navy are not the right people to be calling on in a space emergency. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> you remember uh, Independence Day? 
I don't remember the Navy taking a large part in that, other than their aircraft, maybe. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll get this. It's really, really funny. Taylor Kitsch is late for the parade. Oh, it's amazing. It's so funny. What a dick. <laughs> really is precious. He's not endearing me to his character. You have a verbal warning, and you're going to get thrown at the Navy if there's much more of this, you pish soldier. <laughs> But before he gets the sermon, like you say, he takes the piss out of this boat, this, yeah. o- this older boat, and he's like, oh, fucking old boat, and who's going to ride that fucking thing? It's shit. Floating museum. Yeah. What he says to the kid as well is, he's like, this boat is like the Terminator. It's like, the kid's not going to make that for reference. He's like four. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, kid, it's like when you're plowing your old lady. <laughs> know what I mean? Know what I mean? Shot to the arm. <laughs> You need plenty of lube with this big boy. (laughs) Honks on his mum's cans. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) And it's our first proper introduction to Ginger comedic relief sidekick as well. Mm. Is this the one that, is it him that goes shades up? No, no, he's there having a conversation, aren't they? Yeah. Him and Rihanna. He's been racist to Rihanna. Yeah, and she calls him. Different nationalities. She calls him juvenile. No, racist. <laughs> it's not it's juvenile. Like, uh, pick your audience, comic relief guy. Taylor Kitsch would be eating this up. Most <laughs> of redneck. Kids aren't naturally racist. <laughs> They're juvenile, yes, but not racist. <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård is high up in command. He's the kind of brotherly figure. He's going to die. Liam Neeson <clears> is <throat> grumpy. Doesn't want his his daughter with that girl. He's going to change his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you notice the scene where you know just after the kind of they go below deck and he ends up having a fight with the Chinese, the Sorry, what Japanese did you say? guy? They go below deck. Down below. And they go into a single head. That's the name of the toilet. The toilet, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have a fight, and then they end up getting called into the office. Admiral Qui Gon's office. Do you remember what? Strangely they're... reminiscent of the scene in Top Gun. Do you remember when they get what, in, isn't it? what he's doing in the bathroom before before the Japanese guy gets there? Is he doing a pee? No. No, he's practising his, his, his speech, speech in right. for the Admiral. I was, was going to be quite funny if he was like halfway through doing a pee and they started having a fight and it was just decks flopping around all over the place. <laughs> he just body slams him in the beginning. Why do you smell a push? Because <laughs> you're Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> This is where the Admiral berates him because he, he thinks he's a smart guy. Yeah. But he doesn't do smart things. <laughs> he's like, four months ago, I was up in Alaska and I was, <laughs> I was talking men to death and fighting, <laughs> fighting wolves with my bare knuckles. <laughs> You're on your last warning, Taylor Kitch. I will find you and I will sink your battleship. <laughs> C3, you're done. <laughs> It's because Dick Van Hopper knows Homer. Yeah, aye, that's what saves him, mm-hmm. is he's a philosopher. He's a philosopher. He, if he'd went with that job, he would have been the, the only philosopher bricklayer in that web, in that yeah. whole building suit. Now you're um, the judgmental one here, Ross. <laughs> no, I'm juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're racist. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> you're all three. <laughs> You've sunk my battleship. <laughs> 
So apparently whoever named the next ship was a big Led Zeppelin fan, because it's called... Yeah. Uh, John Paul Jones. <laughs> Led Zeppelin bassist. I was like, that's called the... No, no way. Like, <laughs> Shut it, up, Battleship. <laughs> Shut up. It, it forced me to actually go in and learn something about American naval history. Did you see this? No. no. John Paul Jones, he was, the, he was a Scottish sailor. See, should have been proud. Um, he was one of the first American uh, Revolution naval fighters, though. He was the first one to like use some of the the well, be wooden boats then, but yeah. But he was a proper he was a proper good captain. So they named he's a like a hero in naval history. In I'm not I'm not proud of the way this film represents Scottish people, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> but at least it's the ship that survives the longest. Let's be yes. honest. Mm-hmm. So Led Zeppelin, British band, John Paul Jones, Scottish sailor. We're winning. <laughs> this is when Dick finds out he's getting kicked out of the navy. I love that. That the way he finds out as well. It's not, okay, we'll phone him up and tell him he's mm. moving out of the Navy. We'll phone his brother <laughs> and say he's perhaps out of the Navy. <laughs> we'll him, tell him in a bit. Get him to deliver the news. <laughs> he has to actually go from his ship to his brother's ship to mm-hmm. find out as well. <laughs> That's when... Um, so this where we have somebody calls... When he's wandering about the ship, just as he's about to go... Mm. Somebody called, uh, was it Rihanna? That calls him a Donald Trump-Mike Tyson co- combo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And that is a horrifying combo. <clears throat> that hair, that lisp. What a love child. That attitude. <laughs> that attitude to women. Watch your ears. <laughs> Being incredibly racist and black at the same time. <laughs> is he racist, Donald Trump? Remember, remember all the stuff where... Barack Obama. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that class is racist to me. I would say <laughs> Maybe not Rihanna, but to me. Yeah. <laughs> me too. She's fine with that. <laughs> she, she seems to be fine with racists and people that then would beat women up. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she's quite happy for him to be that combo. <laughs> I saw so, hand in his navy badge and gun and he's... I swear his brother tells him he, he can't teach him humility. And at that point... I knew right away that brother was dead because <laughs> that's the only way you're going to teach this guy humility yeah. <laughs> it's that terrible bit isn't it it really is it's speaking of terrible bits the next bit is the introduction to the guy that can't act mm-hmm. with the no legs <laughs> you got no legs <laughs> I got no legs got no legs got no acting skills <laughs> did you not think that this was maybe porn to false limbs yeah. fetishists Sexy prosthetic scene. Every time you see someone with like false limbs, it's Mm -hmm. from the limbs up or from the limbs down or along. Is there not like a fetish where like they're into like people that have missed missing limbs or that have had voluntarily amputated limbs and stuff? Mm. Peter Berg syndrome. (laughs) I was beginning to think. But you're right. It is very pornographically shot. It's really weird. And also to put this in reality again. Put this against a veterans program that is largely failing in America. Yeah, they might get the prosthetics, but then the follow-up afterwards and the people that aren't visibly scarred, but are mentally scarred, are completely losing out in America. No, we'll just pretend that it's going on already. Well, in, in the battleship world, they take them <coughs> to Hawaii and help them to walk again. <laughs> One-on-one counselling. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> they can just go up a mountain. <laughs> Where she dresses like a hot babe. <laughs> I tell you what, Bob. If I had both my legs missing and she was walking in front of me, I'd get up that well, neighbour. I was kind of thinking that. Did they, did they just nip outside and get the first legless person they could find though? Because this guy cannot act. Just fucking I'm a, save himself. I'm assuming that this is the thing we've not touched on: is that 
he actually the, is a veteran. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well done, Grant. Kick him while he's down. Because the, the army has final cut on all this. So they've maybe That's said, true. we want you to put a real veteran in to show our, our veteran programme and mm. inverted commas. Well, did the army also say, and in contrast to these meaty hunks that you've got on the one side, how <laughs> about a nerd on the other <laughs> side? Yeah. <laughs> nerd who does not do enough to resolve the terrible things he does throughout the rest of this film. I'm Nerd! Just, I've just called him Beardy McScientist. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's pretty what much is. what it is. It's how his other wee beardy assistant, eh? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. The it crowd? The shit crowd, more like. <laughs> I fucking hate him, though. Like, I really do. This nerd character. I fucking hate him. He's annoying. But this is when he, he does this Actually, joke and he does it twice. Like, maybe we should call NASA, and NASA are on the line. Well, have you thought about calling the Air Force, and the Air Force are on the line? Yeah. Mm. Peter Berg seems to do these kind of things throughout this film. It's like, if there's a good joke, use it twice. It's the guy that uh, got um, the magic bullet in JFK, who's the head of the the Air Force. Did you see the the line that the therapist used? Again, I mean, we're talking in the football bit about the non-quantifiable element. Mm -hmm. The therapist used the line that says... She's, when she's speaking to the guy with no legs, she says, your last therapist says you lost the will to fight. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, I misplaced it around here someplace. <laughs> just not being able to find it. <laughs> What's wrong with me, doctor? It's puppy love. <laughs> I think you'll find my last therapist was not hot enough. <laughs> the will was mostly lost from my groin region. <laughs> Do you remember that as Star Wars Episode 3 when we did that? She's dying of a broken heart. <laughs> Where did you get your medical degree? <laughs> President Janos from Ghostbusters 2 here as well. Mm-hmm. Why am I covered in this <laughs> alien goo? <laughs> hey man, I love you. <laughs> I love your battleship. <laughs> you know the bit where the, the, the rocks, as we think they are at this point, are heading in towards Earth? Uh-huh. Did you not think... I thought this film was called Battleship, Battleship. not Asteroids. Not Armageddon, Transformers, <laughs> Godzilla, <laughs> whatever it turns out to be. I find it really funny, though, they're talking about all the different countries this place is, you know, the eight asteroids are mm-hmm. hitting, and one of them's Scotland, and you can just imagine the Scottish TV footage of that, but there's a big hoor of a video coming our way. It's one big bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cause God, he's fucked. <laughs> Did you see the, remember the <laughs> meteor shower that they had over Russia and had the dash cams and they were like, you know, they were joking about how actually calm the mm. people were. There's these massive asteroids coming in and the Russians are just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> that wouldn't be the case in Scotland, would it? It would be full of a lot of swear words. Fucking bugger! Oh, fucker! Jesus Christ! <laughs> I once saw a You've Been Framed video <laughs> where somebody had lost one of the trampolines, you know, a big 10-foot trampoline mm-hmm. in a high wind and it had been rolling down the street. And this guy, he just sees it and they're filming it for some whatever reason. Trampoline! Trampoline! It's a fucking trampoline! <laughs> so you can just imagine the reaction to, like, meteors. Look it out the window and that's what you see. Trampoline! 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 Oh my god! Fucking trampoline! <laughs> Class. So a big plot point as these alien ships appear. And they are alien ships because they go in the water mm. and space. Do you think they had excess shots 
of like battleships. You know, they, they do that camera sweeping across the ocean, across the ships. Oh, across the, the actual ships. Ten, ten or twelve <laughs> shots of these sweeping, grandiose shots. I suppose, you know that, that, that whole thing about if you include the army and they get final cut, then you get to use a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff. I bet they would have got to use the helicopters off the ships and that's why they just had hundreds of flyby seats. Is that when Peter Berg went, well, you want shots of battleships, I want shots. I want shots of limbs. <laughs> <laughs> you get me the limbs, I'll get the battleships. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I just want shots of limbs. <laughs> limbs. False limbs. <laughs> Why rubbing your legs, sir? <laughs> Please un- stop unbuckling your pants. <laughs> Were you loving it when Taylor Kitsch got electrocuted by the alien ship? Yes. <laughs> I was loving that. I was hoping he would. He gets be- fired like 20 feet, but he doesn't seem to be hurt, which is unfortunate. <laughs> so he gets electrocuted and then falls into water. Yes. <laughs> well, he's in standing in water as well. Yeah. Strange form of electricity. But you hear what he says. Uh, I've got it down here. Hang on. They can't see anything radio, so they send along Hopper. You'd think they would investigate and send along someone like bilingual, multilingual, somebody rational, a really good communicator. But they send in Hopper. Andriana. Andriana. And everybody tells him not to do it. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> I'm then just going to go up and grab this alien ship and it'll educate someone. It's like, yeah. Bit of a stupid decision. Do you remember what he says? He says, uh, This is the US Navy. I am attempting to communicate with you. In English. And you're like, What? <laughs> you might as well kick it. It gives them like 15 seconds as well. And then yeah. he's like, I'm boarding you. <laughs> I'm going aboard this. I'm well having this. This is mine. That was plenty of time to translate that. <laughs> Would you not be tempted to take your spray can with you? Bob was here. Big pair of tits. <laughs> what was the thing about alien ships though in these movies that they come everything always happens really really quickly as they come and then they wait for ages before they do it mm. then... well it's also a thing like how does he know that's not the alien's penis that's sticking out the water <laughs> <laughs> and he's going up and touching it no wonder he get an electric shock <laughs> that's my penis these two platforms are my balls <laughs> maybe I'll rub it a little more <laughs> It'll open up and shoot round projectiles. Bright blue light. <laughs> Another line he says here as well, though, is we're going to end this thing. It's like, check the remain time. One hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> In a little while. We'll <laughs> In about an hour and 20 minutes. Do you not feel sorry for Hong Kong as well? I always get in the hit, whether it's this or Godzilla or... But that's so Batman. they can make the Godzilla reference. <laughs> I think it must be. Yeah. It must be. It was. It's the reason. Could have hit yeah. any place else. It has to be. So you could see the screaming folks running about. Yeah. because it. it's, it's all the alien balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's when they get hit by the meteorite, the communication yeah. meteorite. Yeah. That's why the aliens have to use Hawaii. Because that's because the massive alien penis. That's the one that sets the grid. It like for some reason picks Don't, up a force field. Can I just? I just hate shields. <laughs> In sci-fi, it's well, such a cliche. What about Captain America? <laughs> Shields, they annoy me. <laughs> like, okay, Star Trek, fine. Mm-hmm. That's set up in that world. But since, ever since then, every single science fiction has shields. to have shields. shields. Well, it's just uh, such a cop-out. Uh, shields, Captain? Shields, Captain? <laughs> shields, Captain? 
Kids doing their shields. <laughs> <laughs> but it stops the rest of the navy coming in, so there's only so many ships in there. Because we see a plane fly into it and just burst into flames. A la Independence Day? Yep, yep. So what did they do on Independence Day? Nukes. Did they try that at any point? No, all they lost was Oahu. And That's it. I they the just, the just gotten rid of that island. I mean, it's, uh, fair enough. It's, it's so that's not the only place the aliens have landed, though, is it? That's, it's, yeah, it's the only place that the big aliens have landed, yeah. The big aliens. They lost the... Not the ball aliens. They <laughs> lost their communication satellite yeah. in Hong Kong. Yeah. I, I find that really weird, though. The implication that they just go there and the whole plot of the film is we need to stop mm-hmm. and communicate with home. Well... Maybe home would just come and look for them anyway. <laughs> I was thinking that. We've not heard back from them. Yeah. Just like, you know, it's, when you were a kid and you went out and you were out longer than you should have been. Your mum and dad come looking for you then. It's not like they don't know where Earth is now. <laughs> they could come back any time. Yeah. Speaking of people that have not been in the, f- the film for a while as well, Liam Neeson just gets thrown back in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, we're paying you millions, get out there. <laughs> Okay, these aliens are looking pretty bad over there. And that's him again. He's <laughs> off. Do you know this as well? Only for a minute. <laughs> this is naval manoeuvres. Mm-hmm. And not once do we see a submarine. No submarine. We see no a shark. Submarine. We see a shark. Yeah, we do. We see a shark. No submarines. No submarines. <laughs> I thought this was the Navy. Don't they have submarines? Not this Navy. Not this Navy. <laughs> what do you think of the aliens themselves then when you see them walking about in their suits? I'm Halo? reminded of Halo? Yeah, Halo. I've seen Stargate Atlantis. There's episodes <laughs> with some suits like that. Mm. But yeah, very Halo. Or Abe from uh, Hellboy. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. The legless guy's reaction, because apparently Peter Berg was well into that. <laughs> 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 and it's a, it's, he's got a weird look in his face. It's, it's almost like, I guess I'm more constipated than scared. <laughs> Is that what I was going to say? Constipation. <laughs> it's when they don't know what ends. I mean, how could you not tell it's an alien mm. vessel? How could you not tell it's a sea transformer? Yeah. It's obvious. How would you not know? You're like, yep, it's a sea transformer. That's what's going to happen. At which point as well, like someone pops to see Taylor Kitch in the toilet mm. and is like, stop being a pussy and get right back <laughs> in this film. <laughs> We've already had to speak to Liam Neeson about this. But one guy yeah. actually thinks it's a North Koreans. That's right. Yeah. I've seen footage from North Korea. <laughs> and I don't think they're that sophisticated. <laughs> The, the last missile, remember, it came down and the South Koreans took it apart and they're saying it was like hand welded. Like, yeah, like filled with bleach and things like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a rocket, yeah. honestly. The aliens without their helmet, though, looking very like Zathras from Babylon 5. Who's with me? Nobody? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I can remember there was a guy called Garibaldi just because he had the same name as a biscuit. Garibaldi. Also an Italian revolutionary leader Zathras. as well. And the biscuit. Which one was I more likely to come across at age 10? <laughs> the Italian revolutionary leader, knowing you. Well, I am 106. <laughs> so I find it weird that the brother, Hopper, he turns just in time to see his brother getting killed. His brother fires a shot across the bow of the three alien ships that have appeared. And so they have to fire back. And they just go... Oh fuck you! <laughs> Fire back and you destroy. Their missiles kind of look like the wee pins you put in the battleship game. Ah, uh, yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah, they've got to tie it in somehow. That would be it. Yeah, the reaction's pretty poor though, isn't it? It's no, better get back to my ship. <laughs> he doesn't even say anything. He just looks down a wee bit. He's yeah. like, it's because he's got to give the line to the other guy <clears> in the back <throat> who hasn't said anything much really. Mm. <laughs> he's got to scream, no, Beastmaster, Beastmaster. That's, that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> then they go back to the airship. 
and then they decide to full on head chat because he's he's just he's distraught with grief, Grant. So because obviously they've sunk our battleship. The two battleships. Um, so he, he he starts heading towards the the main ship, and he's he's just about to fire, but then his uh, his beastmaster again says there are men in the water. <laughs> Mark's no, that's that's a lot later. Is that Mark Singer you're talking that's about? Absolutely. That's when he has control of his own battleship. Uh, Here he's on the wee dinghy and Rihanna's firing the big gun. Yeah, I thought they go back after his brother's battleship gets sunk. No? They go back to a battleship that he takes over. Alright. Uh, and then he... That's the John Paul Jones though, yeah. isn't it? Uh, Ram, full, full ahead. It's, it's a whatever cl- Aegis class destroyer because yeah. they keep mentioning the full name of the destroyer. It's not just it's a destroyer, it's a boat. Very much. <clears throat> he comes back and it's like every one of the command structure is dead yeah. you're the officer yeah. and the wee ginger guy's like give me an order please sir I don't know I, I need an order give me an order yeah. I was like it's like don't cry don't fucking <laughs> you're a fucking naval fucking fucking grow some balls you little fuck <laughs> do you know though that uh, in Star Trek that's the naval ranks so it's like ensign and then lieutenant lieutenant commander commander captain Admiral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's captain, and there's no commanders or lieutenant commanders, just this <laughs> lieutenant. Just this one guy? Who'd yeah. been promoted a, to lieutenant after a year rather unrealistically, considering how shit he is. And his and, first orders to ram full ahead yeah. and get the Japanese boat sunk. Yeah. <laughs> well done, dick. <laughs> He's a bit of a Jason Patrick, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick! Because this is when Beastmaster says, no, there's men in the water. There's men in the water. Yeah, that's right. And they turn around and go in instead of yeah, ramming the ship. He takes a lot of convincing oh, before he, does, he turns he that boat around. There's a lot of convincing as well. Stop committing suicide! Yeah. <laughs> he's killing all the crew as well. <laughs> he's probably killed half the Japanese crew with propellers. <laughs> Churning them up in the wake. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a line some guy says, um, one of the, the sailors, are you kidding me? Hopper's running those sh- the ship? We're all going to die. He's <laughs> like, yes. yeah. <laughs> Never a truer word. If his first order was anything to go by, yes. <laughs> and that's when the aliens fired balls. <laughs> big balls. Big balls of steel. Scorpinox. Basically from Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing different. Yeah, it's gone on full Transformers. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we got still got footage of Scorpinox with Transformers. Now we can just throw that in. Just phone Michael. Phone Michael. <laughs> He'll be fine about it. And that's where the fist fight is, eh? When they fire the balls again. Yeah. Because there's the kind of... The, the slow motion scene with the... The Scorpinox type thing rolling down the corridor and stuff and chewing up the... And I the nearly, Japanese ship. It nearly that's kills right, yeah. the the. That's later. That's a little yeah. later. Right. Fires that ship. This is the balls are going to fire onto the mainland. Oh, and that's up where the mainland they, to take out the roads. Yeah, that's oh, where the alien it? sees yeah. the horse. And you're like, oh, the alien's a replicant. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the big ball stops in front of this wee kid. Yeah. And right. his target's just behind the kid, and he doesn't want to go. Until the wee kid gets out of the way, then it goes, and you're like, well, why do they even think about doing that? <laughs> clearly it's going to kill people on the bridge as it falls. So, why save the wee boy? That's right, yeah. Maybe you know? they're actually friendly. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> You know, are they sentient? Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess they can't be destroyed by conventional weapons until the script needs them to. <laughs> 
Well, if you were an alien race coming to this planet, knowing how hostile you could rightfully assume the government was going to be to any mm-hmm. alien race, you wouldn't want to come like just like one ship. You'd want to come down in force so you could put your foot down and say, this is us, we're going to be equals, you're not going to have dominion over us, you're not going to steal our technology, we're going to be equal partners in this. You would take down a lot of people and you'd make sure you had a massive military presence. That's all you would need. Like, that's what this is so far. So far. Take out my big yeah. balls. You know what I don't understand at this bit as well is them saying, we need to get inside the alien shields so we can make a call out to everyone else. Who says that? Taylor Kitsch. And it's, what, where is the logic there that you have to go inside a protective shield to then call <laughs> out to people? Why? As they do later on in the film, why don't they just destroy the shield from inside? <laughs> oh, yeah. They fire a missile at the bloody thing and it collapses and the shield collapses, so... Well, instead of ramming one ship... Like, go to, to the forest moon of Endor and destroy the shield yeah. generator. And everybody else can come in, no problem. You battleship scum. They can bring in bloody Liam Neeson, who I much preferred. Yeah. Let him earn his paycheck. <laughs> He's not earning and it. And over the bloody <laughs> Navy like he should. He's his... God knows how much she's ever made. <laughs> We're about at the point where they have the fist fight now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they, they take the, the mask off the, the one that they think's dead, but it turns out to be alive, and then yeah. the other aliens come in to try and get. And, and we realise that they look like humans. Z- Zathras from Babylon <laughs> 5. Did you not think that the alien autopsy as well, that why would he take the entire bridge crew? <laughs> down I mean this just shows what a complete dick he is he's the commanding officer he's the commanding officer no way that should be behind a glass <laughs> a, a, a impenetrable glass dome or something like that and the medic yeah. should be doing it yeah well that, think of it they've been Independence Day send Brent Spiner in yeah. there <laughs> you don't go in send in second medic lieutenant whatever <laughs> let him get killed and worry about things later and the the alien kind of grabs uh, Taylor's face, and he, you kind of get like this Vulcan mind melt. Mm-hmm. You see a couple of like memories from their planet, and it seems like there's been a civil war on their planet, mm-hmm. and they're running from that, much like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was watching there. I thought, is this a, a vision of the future? This is what's going to happen to our yeah. planet. I have no idea. Well, it's the, it's the it, scouring of the Shire. <laughs> it seems like these refugees from a civil war have came to our planet and we are killing them. <laughs> and then the, the people on the island, Mr. Walkabout well, and Therapist. What does Rihanna do to get rid of the alien? She shoots, shoots it in the it face. In the face with like, a big cannon. <laughs> Take that, Chris Brown. I mean, uh, alien. <laughs> Do you think that Dick, Dick Van Hopper should have had a better plan? Like, go down to where all the guns are and have, like, 12 heavily armed crew members shoot this thing? Not depend on one large cannon, which Rihanna might or might not be at. You've got to think as well that if you're hitting someone in the face from that distance, that's exploding mm-hmm. the deck of your mm-hmm. ship and Taylor Kitsch. Well, at the same time, when they're firing bullets at him down below deck, and they are like inches away from him. Yeah. If, and the, if they're not going through, they're ricocheting. <laughs> So plus, how are they not dying? Plus it's bloody loud. Yeah. I learned that from under siege. Yes, that's right. Power. Come Extreme. On. Learn the rules of under siege. Yeah. And they also use the phrase, Mahalo, motherfucker. All right. 
We see some fish from lost uh, in this film. Yeah. <laughs> ITV News at this point. <laughs> so that's weird. <laughs> I bet it's cheaper to get ITV News than it is to get BBC though. When you're making a film, mm-hmm. if you want to put a news feed in it, I bet it's like half the price. <laughs> I think though that because it cuts from the ginger comic relief guy to ITV News it's like that's a good one too (laughs) (laughs) they're both comic relief in their own way (laughs) do you notice where Liam Neeson's getting told as well to go in yeah and he's like extremely abrasive with the president (laughs) oh that's not the president oh it's the the secretary of defence or the Uh, secretary of defence yeah that's right because you see Obama (laughs) oh that's okay (laughs) But yeah. That's okay then. Well, <laughs> it's a you would let him off it because it's Liam Neeson. <laughs> well, no, I better, better go and hide under the bed. And, uh, to be fair, they are paying him more than Peter McNichol. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the people on the island meet Hawaii Five O, who tell him to get off the island. That's right. That's right. Yeah, gotta get off and the he island. He has this what I call "you see to me" <laughs> moment. He has this. It's uh, there's several of them in the film. It's where. Things are explained to you. It's one of these... Now, you see, Timmy, it's like this. Here we are at the plot. This is what's happening so far. And that's all he's there for. Aliens have landed on this island. This is during the the seven-minute period that I didn't take any notes for. (laughs) Because I didn't feel the need to. Because it was just exposition and recapping. It's like this. (laughs) Once upon a time, there was a Liam Neeson. (laughs) There's a battleship. There are aliens. We're on the island. The aliens are here. Run! <laughs> oh, you can't because you've got those limbs. Let's have a shot of those limbs. Ooh. <laughs> Sexy limbs. Sexy. <laughs> you know how they're talking about like wanting to connect up the satellites on the island to call home? They talk about they need to wait for the satellites over the island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, when they were coming in, they wiped out a satellite that looked incredibly similar to the one that they're waiting to sync up. I always just assumed that, yeah, they were breaking it up on the way in so that mm. I would stop the signal. No. I don't really understand. No. Why no. Why did we see a satellite getting broken up if it wasn't the one we were Maybe using? Maybe they rebuilt it. <laughs> and set it back up before yes. they realised it was a threat. <laughs> Is this where their battleship starts to get attacked by the balls then? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's... A ginger comic relief guy who's actually called Woody which just made me think of Cheers and hate it even more but yeah there's a ball coming right for his face <laughs> and Rihanna just grabs him and pulls him out of the way and he's like well he just jumped out of the way <laughs> you fucking well, idiot is, I mean he should have watched Rocky Horror because all he needed to do was jump to the left and take a step to the right that's it <laughs> well wouldn't that take him back into the <laughs> jump to the left it would be past him by that point yeah <laughs> then he could step to the right mm-hmm. and walk Big away with his hands on his hips with his hands on his hips <laughs> <laughs> oh we've passed a bit with the beardy guy beardy McScientist thinks that the guy with the limbs the lost is limbs cyborg. is a cyborg <laughs> I mean, what? And he's it's, a scientist. It's 2013. <laughs> Most people have seen the Paralympics, right? I would imagine. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> Maybe you needed Taylor Kitsch to come and explain to him about Terminator. <laughs> like you were trying to do with the kid earlier. Nobody explained to me about Terminator when I was a kid. <laughs> and I can't even get a shot of his limbs from the legs up. And you're like, why? I know. 
You've explained. I've seen. I know Peter Berg. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I think great. This disabled guy's going to be a hero. That's fantastic. Why? Why should he not? But Peter Berg's not the guy to do it. <laughs> not the guy to show how to be a hero. No. <laughs> this is near the bit where it's kind of going to night, isn't it? And they they have to have the the battleship moment. The battleship moment. Yeah. From yeah. the game. It's what? a hit, is one of the lines of yeah. it. <laughs> Do you notice? <laughs> Ironically enough. They talk about. With the lack of a battleship, too. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about um, how. Yep, yeah, this is how we're going to set up the grid. And they set up the grid, and then they go. The, the Japanese commander mm-hmm. says, uh, bring up a chart board. Yeah. And Rihanna turns around to Taylor Kitch's character and goes, what? And I mean, he says it as clearly as that, mm. and then Taylor Kitch just goes, bring up a chart board. So it's exactly the same. And she's like, oh, I understand what you mean. I couldn't hear that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Rihanna never called that guy a racist because she's a racist. <laughs> she didn't want it to reflect back badly on her. Uh, this is the most expensive game of battleships ever, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> this is awful. Man. And in battleships, you can't see where your enemy is. No. That's the idea. idea. Whereas he could see where they were, but couldn't really hit them. You just have to guess where they were going to be. Yeah. But they put out the tsunami buoys, don't they? Which is a great name for a band. (laughs) Tsunami (laughs) buoys. When that that Japanese guy uses the word buoy, it's it's quite cool, isn't it? (laughs) Because we just call them boys in this country. (laughs) You're a racist now. What? I just think the way he pronounces buoy is very impressive. we don't say boo here. <laughs> we say boys. There are lots of boys in the water. <laughs> there are lots of boys in the water. Water boys, if you will. Water boys, yes. But not Adam Sandler. <laughs> so, yeah. So the guys on the island have to make contact with the guys on the ship. That's right, yeah. So Bearded McScientist has to get sent in to mm. find whatever bit of equipment he needs. Because he's a pussy. Yeah. And they tell you that about a thousand times in this film. Hey, smart guy that's going to help us save the world. Yeah. You pussy. Get in there and get your fucking stuff. Hey, I can't do it because I'm a pussy, don't you know? <laughs> well, how about sending the guy that's already got no legs? <laughs> get him, get it, and then come out, and then maybe if he doesn't make it, then I can go in at least afterwards. You're thinking like it's, a scientist, isn't it? Is this you talking, or is this a scientist talking through you? I think that's a scientific approach to that problem. Yeah, Bobby does actually look quite like him. He does, have a, he does have a beard. I hope I'm never in an emergency situation with you, Ross. And he knows they're called M-class planets. <laughs> yes. That was me in that film, and I've just since grown to hate people with no limbs. Because they're cyborgs. <laughs> Clearly. He scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Surely Sinus would be fascinated by the presence of a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> and this leads to a weird kind of thing in the battleship game where the boat reverses really quick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you slam a big naval vessel into reverse that quick? I've we no can, idea. Can I do it with a cruise liner anyway? We know that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, it doesn't seem like something that would be able to happen. So. Uh, not that quickly. It's not a battleship anyway. That's what we have to remember. It's a destroyer, so it's destroyer, significantly yeah. smaller. But yeah, I, re- I think you're right. I don't think it's really possible. But a lot of the moves in this film aren't possible. <laughs> but so it starts yeah, to sink. Bob mentioned this earlier on: is the fact that these weapons that did 
sweet Fanny Adams earlier on now start absolutely nailing these alien ships mm. and destroying the crap out of them. And also they couldn't lock on earlier and now they can lock no, they on. Can. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's only there's only the one left. And they know that the sun's starting to rise and the, the, the comic relief ginger guys told them that those helmets are really just... Fancy sunglasses. How did I, you know that? Because of a lizard. It was. Because he puts the helmet on and then looks at a picture of his lizard, <laughs> puts two and two together and gets five. And luckily it's the right answer. That's all Hopper wants to hear. It's like the, the V aliens, I guess. Ah, yeah. I guess so. Because then they come up with the most over-the-top plan ever. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we just make sure that we are facing them when sunset comes or will we navigate all the way around the island distract them to go around the other side mm. and then you know shoot out their windscreen <laughs> pointed directly at the sun yeah yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. overly technical for what could be a very simple manoeuvre couldn't they just put their helmets on uh, I, th- I think the idea is that they only put those suits on if they go outside go outside their ship yeah but couldn't they just Go and put their <laughs> I think that's what they probably did do. I think the idea is that they, but that's just they the distraction. The drivers, right. so yeah. then they can shoot them. Yeah, and then once they've shot the ship, they don't really need to worry. Presumably, about the, rest. the helmets are further down deck somewhere, <laughs> in their quarters. In their quarters, aye. Because ships from an alien planet work somehow similar to ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did, they, so. did the Japanese captain Nagata? Did he say that? He learned how to shoot really well in summer camp. Summer camp, yep. Because <laughs> that's the like. Why would the two best shots on the ship be the two captains that were there? Yeah. It could be the Marines, <laughs> the <laughs> Navy Marines. Well, all throughout this film, right, Rihanna has been in control of guns, weapons. Exactly. You'd think if anybody on board was a sharpshooter, it would be her. Her, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so they have their plan for their final battle against Megatribe uh, aliens. <laughs> well, for the, let's, yeah, let's catch people up. So they destroy that one. That's the that's the last third one that we, we thought there was. But then the massive penis mobile actually turns out to be the final boss. Yeah. And uh, they're all out of ships because they've sent more of those... The balls. ...tiresome balls at them. When that ship gets destroyed with the balls, mm-hmm. the captain, two captains, <laughs> like the end of Titanic, the film... <laughs> They're up on the top bit of the, the boat as it's sinking, <laughs> and they've got to jump down past a propeller. A propeller? While Hold all on. this metal's spewing out all over the place as well. Hold on to me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hold his fucking hand jumping down there. I'd be hugging him going, Jesus Christ, save me! Why couldn't we just stand on top of the ship as it was sinking? <laughs> but there's bound to be all sorts of metal and debris down there anyway. You're going to get cut to ribbons, aren't you? You would just be better standing on the, the, the end of the ship. Yeah. And then just going down with it as it sinks. Oh, You'd just be gently lowered into the water. But anyway, they make this 200 food drop and are perfectly alright. And very quickly learn that they have to get on a new ship. Yeah, but what battleship? <laughs> we don't have any ships. Where are we going to find a new ship? Yeah. This film is literally jumping a shark at this point. <laughs> oh, wait, we're standing on a ship. Oh, we could use this one. <laughs> and this is where you get the ultra slow mo oh. timers coming in to help out. I, I can remember this from going to see it at the cinema with somebody that I was supporting at the time and, and this bit made me laugh out loud <laughs> in the middle of the day in the Odeon cinema but there was a bit that I didn't even realise because I was laughing so hard which is whilst there's the slow-mo like just before there's the slow-mo mm-hmm. walking there's actually because there's like the uh, it's not like crow's nest because they don't have sails 
But there's guys standing up saying. right at the very yep. top, and they're just like standing legs akimbo, like, yep. I'm the old man you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's hero pose, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's He's the, the old man. Let her go, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> and no disrespect to old sailors, old timers who are really probably very good at their job. Like, and yeah, also respect for them as well that they probably deserve the chance yeah. to retire and not yeah. work on a museum with all their old shit pays <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> forever and ever until they die. Yeah. <laughs> but. You know, and if you're thinking a about uniform, it, yeah, <laughs> full uniform, <laughs> naval flares. Again, I think it's the way Peter Berg films it. It just makes it so cheesy Poor over the top. Mm. I just can't stand it. It's the. I, I mean, you're talking about like actors earlier on in this film. You know, that guy is quite obviously mm. probably a veteran that has genuinely lost both his legs, and that's why he was cast in that role. But these old guys are pretty funny. Like, yeah, <laughs> they have character to them and wit. Yeah, and when, and I mean it's not from the lines. It's definitely from the delivery of the lines. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, why, why couldn't we be watching this crew? Yeah, because this this is quite a cool bit, and it's the whole like it happens in a few films, but I couldn't think of a really good example. But it's the bit where you've lost the new modern version of things, and you have to revert back to the old trusty version mm-hmm. of things. And that happens in loads of films. The only thing I could think of, like was um, Apollo thirteen when they like. They, they can't stay in the new kind of yeah. where the lander part of the ship they have to, they have to live between the planets yeah. love it Return of the Jedi the Ewoks Ewoks yeah yeah I like that but it, yeah like I was trying to think it was in, I thought it was in uh, Back to the Future but it isn't you know like when you kind of like yeah. or anything that's remade actually you know they, they, they'll be like oh this is the new whatever Knight Rider or whatever but then they'll be like oh look what we found and throw off a cover and it's the old one and the old one somehow is better than the new one <laughs> I like that in films it makes you feel nostalgic but in the case of it's Knight also Rider, just a trick yeah absolutely they, they quite threw right. off the cover for all these old men <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cheap trick that's the thing I like it but it is a cheap trick and I know I feel like dirty after I've been like oh yeah a battleship oh wait a minute <laughs> it's still just a battleship so they, you know, they go back and the, all the old men help them like set up the battleship. Set up the ship, another, one, one more montage sequence with <laughs> AC music. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Thunderstruck. Thunderflash. Thunder. 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 Cats. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's thunder something. <laughs> At this point. AC Thunder. <laughs> when you've got them doing their setup thing, fo- quickly followed by the aliens doing their ridiculously slow weaponizing scene where all their weapons are coming back out again and all. it's mm. like just shoot them now because <laughs> <laughs> at one point they like try to outrun them round the side yeah and as we later find out he thinks that's what the Sun Tzu Art of War thing fight your enemy where he isn't type thing means <laughs> do you not see that they drop the anchor there as well to stop the ship right away as, as soon as it starts to fire yeah, yeah they drop the anchor and I've learned from speed 2 yeah, <laughs> that won't happen because yeah. the anchor will break away. That's that's right. No matter how thick that steel is, <laughs> that anchor's coming off, and it must do as well because later on, then they drop the they drop, they it, drop they the anchor drop and just get rid of it. Because that's the first way. The second time you get a near mention of the word motherfucker, yeah, cut off halfway through. Yeah, and that's what I was saying to you about those jokes yeah. that they say twice. It's, once is never enough. They <laughs> reference it twice. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I like I like seeing the old battleship thing. And then they had the sturdy, they had sturdy. aliens broadside like an old pirate film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> I, I must that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not something you get. You know, you don't get naval battle films now because mm. when was the last time we were properly engaged in naval battle? Yeah. Somalian pirates doesn't quite scream like we need a battleship. <laughs> you know, we don't. You need some like scuba gear maybe or something. So this is where they destroy the shields finally. Yeah. And they're like, well. Why didn't you fucking do that within the first five minutes of meeting these people? Didn't you realise that blue light coming out of the yeah. was the thing that was stopping everybody else getting in? I'm sure it's one of the first things I would have done. In fact, <laughs> the aliens are smarter than them. The aliens land, and then they try to make communication. Yet, the humans are there, and they're like, shit, what should we do first? Let's just fight them. That's Instead fun. of going, let's try and establish communication. I'm the US Navy, I am trying to communicate with you. Did they even say at one point that's the first step is established communication? Yeah. Well, why don't you do it then? Yeah, why don't you follow your own rules? No, we'll send in Dick Van Hopper. <laughs> He'll fuck things up for no, us. We've got a hot head, we'll just yeah. let him do it. <laughs> so yeah, this is where the, the guys on the island um, realise the battleship's been destroyed and they're going to have to take out one of these satellites by themselves. So they drive... Yeah, the 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 last yeah. uh, therapist she drives the car yeah. down the cliff because uh, he's like I'm no trusting you to drive hi again with uh, your what? beard <laughs> why would why would me being a scientist stop me from <laughs> stop me from driving any better than a guy with no legs or a woman or, or a, a woman woman, <laughs> yeah, woman drivers eh well in this case the woman driver is exactly what they needed yeah, yeah. <laughs> I apologise right now. For that statement, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's what they get. They get this mad woman driver to ram into something to stop the satellite from getting the signal for about up. five minutes. Yeah. And the legless guy says, I got this. I got this. <laughs> and that's the biggest laugh of the film for me. <laughs> I got this. Uh, the, one of the best laughs for me, though, was the bit and it is, I was going to change you laugh is the bit where the aliens fire all their bombs that have like easily taken out the, the other carriers mm-hmm. and they land on the battleship and it does like hardly anything and the guy just goes they're not going to sink this battleship and you're like yeah they're not <laughs> and you're like wait a minute I'm getting behind this film this isn't right <laughs> Don't you dare, don't you dare! <laughs> That's because the old timers are there. Yeah, yeah, you and they're a much you, better crew. You want them to get on. I wanted to see the old captain. Where was the old captain? He should have took over. Yeah, yeah they came up and shook the guy's hand. Oh. Or Nagata, he should have took over. Mm. He was a much better captain. Yeah, he had a better moustache anyway. Yeah, it was mandatory in the Navy back then, moustaches. The big old, the old captain moustache. Mm, big old mousers. And what happens? Who comes to the rescue on the island? Because the the guy with the false limbs gets his legs swiped. Yeah, that's right. Beardy McScientist. (laughs) Yep, I came to the rescue. (laughs) Finally. With that Finally, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like an established communication with the battleship or anything. Right, now how how fast do you think she was driving that jeep? Because he was left way up at the top of the hill. Was he just rolling down on that case? <laughs> Did he just slide down James Bond style? <laughs> Sliding down the hill? It was hard enough to crush an alien skull, so it was probably hard enough to take some, you know, glissading down a hill. Yeah. Well, I've seen that in The Living Daylights to do something similar. <laughs> Weren't uh, Rihanna and Liam Neeson in this film, by the way? Do you notice what the beardy mix like this guy says as well? When uh, After he's knocked out the knocked out the, the big guy he goes to the car 
and he's like trying to get the woman's mm. leg free and he goes calm down I'm trying to friggin save you yeah. you're like really did you have to save on that one swear word <laughs> <laughs> you've used so much other ones throughout the rest of the film <laughs> he's gonna friggin save you I'm gonna friggin save you <laughs> Just, well, no. like, Rihanna does show up at this bit again and she She's got her eyes shut for the first bit of the shot, and then she opens them again. And it's like, was she asleep? <laughs> was she They're asleep like, through the final battle? Uh, action. <laughs> action! 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 <laughs> so this is where the battleship the, <coughs> is under pressure because the balls are coming again. That's right. This has got to be their final hurrah, final stand. Mm. Did they destroy the balls or did they destroy the satellite? Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, so luckily, they don't have to make that call. No. But before they do, we have this. Horrible, horrible, horrible thing of it's an honour serving with you. Yeah. yeah. No, the honour was my... I thought, you know what, they could have done that so much better. It's an honour serving with you. You bet your arse it was. <laughs> I mean, something witty. He even had whipped to the end yeah. type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, the balls are coming and What happens, Grant? Well, the Air Force come to the rescue. Of course. Because the Air Force are better than the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> It's the, it's the Navy, Navy's airplanes. <laughs> and I'm assuming the Air Force would have come to the rescue sooner if they just destroyed the shields at the sooner. Start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just destroyed that at the start instead of it being one battleship, one destroyer versus three battleships. <laughs> Four battleships, actually, then. The whole US Navy. Yes. And probably the President flying a nuke into the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Up <laughs> yours! <laughs> I don't know if you'd be able to get Randy Quaid these days. I don't think so. Have you heard so. about him? No. I think he's gone a bit crazy. He's, he's, he's gone on the run, yeah. Gone on the run? Yeah. As in, like, nobody well, he's got his warps and not paying his taxes or yeah. something like that. Wow. He's gone on the run. So he doesn't end up like Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes is just out of jail. He's paid his dues. He has, he has. Yeah, leave him alone, Ross. Hopefully he won't do direct to DVD films. Well, though. the rumor is Expendables three for him. Yeah, I would. I would like to see that. Him and Jackie Chan are stupid idiot for not paying his taxes, but like Dev Washington's brilliant for him. Presumably had some financial guy that was like, yeah, yeah you'll be okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> got it squirreled away yeah. in a wee secret place yeah. where nobody will be able to find it apart from me. <laughs> it's not like the Hollywood Enquirer says how much you make for each film. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit off topic. <laughs> right. So yeah, anyway, the plane saved the day. Yeah, yeah, plane, plane yes. saved Things the day. Things in the air saved Thank the day. Thank you, Admiral Qui Gon. <laughs> Thank fuck. So thanks for ceremony. finally doing something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? He just makes a phone call. He doesn't even make a phone call. The planes are just there, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, he's just nowhere to be seen. Oh, he does have a line. He does. Uh, I would agree. Every plane in the air as he's on every the deck, on the ship like, in the air now. Must have been an outtake or something. He must have been really? smoking or drinking or <laughs> on the deck on his off day. If he was meant to be such a badass as well, wouldn't he be like, I want every plane in this ship in the air not ten minutes ago? Kind of. Running speed, full ahead. <laughs> they only had enough money for one more line. <laughs> well, they get a couple though, because next we have the double medal, double win. See. Where he doesn't just get one medal. Oh no, he's much better than C three PO. He gets two medals from zero to hero. <laughs> two more than Chewbacca. Appears <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca. Yeah, he gets his brother's medal too. Yeah, oh, this... I guess he's learned his lesson in humility. <laughs> I don't think he'd be too humble. He's like, I got two medals, but. <laughs> 
This one just looks like a chocolate covered one though. <laughs> it probably is. So he has a conversation with blah 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 Liam Neeson and Brings up the burrito. Burrito joke. Blah 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 blah. Blah blah blah, blah, blah burrito blah. Rebels win, blah blah blah. But so, you just knew there was going to be a standing ovation at the end of that medal ceremony. Just for him. Because what a guy. What a captain. What a captain. Not as Rihanna, who was standing next to him 90% of the time, didn't get bugger all. <laughs> or the ginger comic relief guy. <sighs> so I'm going to have, like I said earlier on, Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Great song, great song. But then, terrible, terrible <laughs> post credit scene follows it. <laughs> Set in the Highlands of Scotland. Yes. Northern Highlands <laughs> It's called the Highlands Because they're up high <laughs> Northern I'd love it if this Scotland. scene was just The wee school kids battering the thing To fuck with sticks Let's <laughs> fucking take this Well they do for a bit mm. They're like we'll get it open Until they can get it open Because they're walking down their dirt road On the Because <laughs> we have them in Scotland <laughs> Yeah We don't have proper roads here because the, Ro- the Romans never got here so you know I mean, we just you just, know we wear kilts we live in castles yeah and we have fuck off Hollywood we have water towers and you know if this was if more of the film had Scotland in it mm-hmm. there'd be a scene where they went to a castle and all the knights would still be living there from the time Liam Neeson would be in it more as Rob Roy yeah. with his swinging dick underneath his kilt <laughs> We, we don't have water towers here, do we? No, we don't. Because we have, we have water here. <laughs> we I don't reckon. need to collect it. It goes underground here. Yes. Or in, or we have indoor... Flowing locks and streams. <laughs> we have indoor plumbing in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> but not from these guttural children who... Uh, the children were actually... Yeah, like, their accents and that. Quite. I couldn't believe they were actually yeah. Scottish. There's think, one of the yeah. adults, though, has a horrific one. Well, yeah, because... Maybe Jimmy. I think it is, because the <laughs> kids try to open this yeah. this crashed asteroid, which we're obviously meant to assume... It's quite small, so we're meant to assume it's like a person or... It's not a battleship anyway, but... It wasn't one of those... Bloody small one. Metal balls. Maybe, yeah. It could have been. Possibly. It could have been inside it. But then we're like, oh, we can't get it open. Oh, Jimmy will get it open. And then Jimmy turns up and he's the local nutcase, which is true to Scotland. We'll give you that. There's always a local The one nutcase. I can invent. With, with a blow torch. Yeah. <laughs> Who's willing to try and open anything? A chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's a stolen cash machine, but. <laughs> what was he driving though? Did you see what he was driving? It's a pickup truck. <laughs> we don't really have a lot of them either no. in Scotland. <laughs> so, yeah. And he, and he opens it. And then that's when the film ends. That's it. Setting us up for Battleship 2, set in Scotland. <laughs> Do you know if yeah, I <laughs> the poor bastard inside that meteorite would probably be stripped, shagged, <laughs> end up at Edinburgh Zoo, <laughs> or if he was really unlucky, he'd probably get a job serving the public all day, maybe as Minister for Alien Species <laughs> Sanctuary, ass for short. <laughs> uh, or Bart, having to care down to <laughs> Alex Salmon. Plus, the whole film was about communication. Good luck getting a signal in the Highlands. <laughs> Motherfuck. Oh. Mother. Motherfuck. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. If Liam Neeson was in it as Rob Roy, do you not think it'd be an up the Kyber thing where he'd just lift his kilt and show the alien his <laughs> humongous penis and the alien would just back away like, whoa. I'll go back to my planet. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> We just ravaged the nuclear war. We're fine where we are. 
would have liked to have seen like the three stories unfold at the same time. Yeah. We had three landing sites. We had Hawaii, Hong Kong and Scotland. Scotland. If we'd seen the three of them unfold, like... Converge at a natural yeah. point. And you know, you have it up in the highlands of Scotland, so you could have the kind of, like, the aftermath podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have, like, your your locals running about and you could have, like, a more small-scale thing. Maybe one's related to another yeah. somehow. and then they pass the information between, yeah. like, the... And signs where they realise that it's water and then it gets passed around yeah. and then they all well M. Night Shyamalan's the one that discovers that it's water <laughs> that's besides the point what a guy <laughs> he's just smarter than everybody else in his films <laughs> smarter than the average bear our music is Mr. Beeps Thousand Furious Bees check him out on MySpace just search for M-I-S-T-E-R-B-E-E-P Okay, right. That's the end of that piece of shit film. <laughs> <sighs> Thank the gods. So, Bob, first role as permanent co-host, would you like to choose your Jump the Shark moment? Balls, Grant. <laughs> Big metal balls. <laughs> shiny balls. <laughs> Big shiny metal balls. It's just two, two Transformers for me. It's just so it just so wants to be. It's when they whip out the tail as well. Yeah. You're like, come fucking on. Seriously. That was shockwave. <laughs> and it attacks the naval base and nobody nobody has a weapon of any kind to try and destroy this fucking thing. <laughs> Fuck off. Like, oh, oh no, we're the navy. Oh, we didn't think we were actually going to have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got a bazooka or anything? No, no. Oh, well. We gave them out with the army. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! Shit. <laughs> um, this film paid no attention to character whatsoever and people's motivations and emotions would just change on a whim. And I think uh, a really, really good example of that is when the John Paul Jones is sinking and the girl's looking out upset because she knows Hopper's on it and the other guys looks through the binoculars and says oh don't worry there's plenty of lifeboats there I'm sure you made it off she's like oh okay then and then they just go, go about their lives <laughs> surely you're going to hold on to a little bit of worry it's <laughs> not worry work right? <laughs> how about you Ross I'm quite pleased that we all picked very, very distinct, different uh, Jump the Shark moments. I think we're all very conscious of the fact that we shouldn't just choose the Battleship <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mine's was that they come to Earth with their own communication device, right? It splits off anyway. Like, it doesn't. It's not like it hits the, the satellite and that's what breaks it apart, because as we've seen later on, they're fucking near impenetrable by nothing but a cruise missile. So it breaks off and goes to Hong Kong. So they obviously knew that was going to go there. <laughs> and we're like, that's fine, that'll do the communication stuff. We'll head to Hawaii for a summer vacation? Like, why are they going to Hawaii? It's not like, that's going down first. Like, the Hong Kong one's going down first, and then they're like, shit, it's broken. We need to find our way of using their technology to send their signal back home. They're headed to Hawaii already. So, how? <laughs> yeah, all of those questions. 
it, it doesn't make sense as to why they would go there anyway. Surely they should just be in the middle of the ocean someplace. Mm. That's the only reason they would be there. <laughs> the only reason they would be there is if they weren't coming with a communication ship and they needed to use our stuff. Val invalidates the whole film. <laughs> why would they land there in the first place? Handily where they're having Rimpack. <laughs> Thank God for us. Rimpack 2012. Rimpack 2012. It is a yearly event, Ross. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my thing. I also didn't like the fact that the um, the big bruiser ones were very much made up to look like black people. <laughs> it was a bit racist as well. <laughs> the whole film's racist. Yeah. And shit. So Bob, time to put you to the test. <laughs> I beg your pardon, this is where your semi-erect penis comes out. Now. This is where I ask Liam Neeson in for the final part of the program. <gasps> He's a cyborg. <laughs> well, he has a third leg. <laughs> Apparently. Bob, I've kept this if you measure up. <laughs> Prepare yourself, you're about to be taken. <laughs> If he means I measure up to his penis, like I am the length of his penis, that's fine. Yeah, probably I will measure up to that. It's like, how, how big is your penis, Liam? It's about the size of a bob. <laughs> <laughs> What's our Twitter address? This I, is what the test was. Oh, somebody met. You got to learn the ropes. Somebody met. Baptism of fire. Jeez. Somebody write it down. <laughs> It's at dot oh <laughs> at don't jump shark. Correct. Thank Point you. One. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. <laughs> Where can they find us? What should they search for on Facebook? Don't jump the shark. Film podcast. Film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grant. <laughs> Correct. What if they wanted to send an email to us and it was the nineteen nineties? They'd be fucked. <laughs> Well, yeah, mostly. <laughs> Put up your dial-up connection on now. <laughs> Late nineteen nineties. It would be don't dump, don't dump the shark. <laughs> don't hotmail.com. Don't jump the shark at hotmail.com. Correct. Uh, What's our GeoCities page, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ross. Our high five group is. <laughs> well done, Bob. You passed the test. Yeah, You're thanks. now fully inducted. Thanks, Grant. Into the Don't Jump the Shark podcast. <laughs> I feel violated by this film. You forced upon me. Oh, you've now had to watch a film that wasn't particularly in your wheelhouse. <laughs> this was all over my wheelhouse. It was just shit. <laughs> so, as a inverted commas treat, which film would you like to do next time? Yeah, I would say Sphere, re- related to Battleship. Um... <laughs> Very much like this film, but not. <laughs> Is the sphere of the title a bollock? Yes. <laughs> there's only one, like Hitler's bollock. <laughs> so it's one, but the evil's condensed. <laughs> yes. Next time on Don't Jump the Shark, Sphere.
I'm pretty uh, sure I'm still gonna get our beaver out. <laughs> Golden balls. <laughs> When's Samuel L. Jackson gonna get his beaver out? We have Schreiber gonna get his beaver out. What are all these beavers doing in this film? Queen Latifah's there. It's Lee Schreiber in it. Yeah. Lee oh. Schreiber. Excellent. Excellent. My work here is done. <laughs> Shit, say what to Yes. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman's here. Yeah, he's a little blood. And so's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. I'll be back with the numbers that film. <laughs>